about this I don't know how I had the conversation without talking about music too this one's a, um, a hard one because like I said do no harm is the mantra but I I think this is an important part of the picture to understand and I'm not even sure where to start this is all of this is freestyle um, but I guess it starts with the the earlier this year with me assuming that leadership role and I say the quotes not to be facetious or sarcastic I mean it because I don't again if you know me you know I don't really believe in the concept of leaders I think that leaders I said it earlier and I think I really really surreal I said leaders are the reasons movements die um, and I'll be honest maybe I maybe I maybe I um in, the, in some people's eyes, maybe I manifested uh, that by saying that. But uh, I look at, you know, some of our great civil rights leaders, you know, they, they killed key civil rights leaders and the movement, done. Um, and there are other instances as well, but that, plus I know that as a leader, you have to make some uncomfortable decisions and you have to I feel like you may have to hurt some feelings as a leader or as somebody in a, a position of leadership. I don't like that. And not even that, just somebody who's steering the ship. How about that? And I had to learn the hard way again, actually, in life that sometimes your honest opinions and feedback are not welcome in creative spaces, not just music, but and hip hop, where ego is, you know, really um, encouraged, you know, acting out of ego and responding out of ego, um, leading with your ego is encouraged. It's it's a space where giving feedback can be kind of dangerous. And, and to me, there are a couple reasons why I don't feel right not giving my honest opinion in certain situations. Uh, one of those situations is when I'm, when it's my music, get back to that in a minute, when it's you know my beat or if I'm involved in the music, I feel obligated to give my feedback, my opinion, my honest feedback or opinion. Um, the other one is the, the politics. Uh, and I'll get back to the re why I feel obligated to give my opinion on my music in a minute too. The other one is the whole politic thing. You know, I remember in the 90s when politic became a thing. And then I saw, after the word politics started being used, I saw MCs, producers, artists that I really respected in hip hop, co-signing music that I didn't believe they'd really believe in. For the sake of politics, for the sake of friendships, for the sake of relationships, for the sake of business. And I feel like that hurt hip hop badly. I feel like a lot of the, the music that's hurt the culture, hurt our communities, or music that just 
doesn't appeal to me at least is out there because people that we love and respect are out there co-signing music that they don't really believe in. Um, and that, to me, I think that's part of the reason why hip-hop is, in some people's eyes, dying, or why we lose some people who love hip-hop or who are passionate about hip-hop, these people stop digging. I myself, I don't have, where I was a few, year, a few years ago, I didn't have time to dig for hip-hop. I was supporting two kids. My two kids were living with me. I was working a job. I had a wife. I was running a business on the side. I was doing 16-hour days quite often. And a lot of those days were spent focused on business and family. And I wasn't perfect in either of those spaces, but that's where my time was focused. So digging just wasn't there. So being a, a, an active fan of hip hop wasn't in the cards until I started to shed some of those other things. I got a divorce. I um, left my left my gig or stopped. I actually I stopped running my side company. Those started to buy me time back. The main gig, I started to cut back on how much I invested there um, because of how unhealthy that environment was. So slowly I started finding time back for hip hop and that, and that kind of helped me get back into making music and appreciating music again. And as somebody who wants to reconnect with our generation of hip hop lovers in some ways, as well as new generations, I feel like you gotta consider what kind of music I'm putting out or, or you know, how the music I put out, not the music I make, the music I put out is received. And since I was in a position where I kind of, I had to make decisions for Grayskull as a business since we'd agreed to move forward as a business, there's some times when I had to give my opinions, my honest opinions on things where I felt I did. Maybe that's ego. Still working my way through it. It's another reason why I pulled back was to really sit back and talk to myself about, do I really need to? You know, are there, are there other ways that I could do this? And so far, I don't know how I can push or, or promote music that I don't believe in. For very, various reasons, not saying the music isn't good, not giving that sort of judgment, but music that I just don't personally believe in. Um, unless I'm doing the politic thing, which I think was hurtful to hip hop, right? But there's also, going back to the reason why I um, feel like I have to give my honest opinion on beats, it's also the same reason why I don't sell beats. Um, you know, the first time I sold a beat, a friend of mine is like, yo, I got somebody who wants to buy, buy some of your beats. Um, I sold one beat to start, and he invited me up for the studio session. Drove up to Baltimore, went to the studio with him. The artist came in I'd never met before, and they proceeded to make the song over my beat. And no disrespect, but I really wasn't feeling the music. And I didn't know how to articulate that in a way that wouldn't be out of line on my behalf, at least at the time. I didn't know how to produce, I guess. I didn't know how to tell somebody, hey, you know, you should say that like this. Or, I mean, I, honestly, I just, I don't think I enjoyed anything about the, <clears throat> the experience. I don't think I was, I was interested in the rhymes, the delivery, any of that. I, I think I, there was no interest, but I'd sold the beat. There was nothing I could do about it in my head. 
So it felt icky. And then the next time I forgot about this, uh, or last time I spoke on selling beats, but there was another time when some friends brought somebody through, through my crib, like, yeah, he, he wants to buy some beats. Sold some beats to, to the dude and they went off and I never heard the songs, which, you know, is standard for most producers, I guess. That's, that's cool with most producers. But for me, I, I, I love my music. I'm passionate about it. It like, the, the, my beats are like babies. I like my babies in some cases. If I hear one of my beats being used in a way that I don't enjoy, I feel like the baby got killed. The baby's dead if the music, if the song gets released. Not if somebody does a song and it doesn't work, cool, but there's some people who aren't welcome to your feedback, I've learned over the years, and who will take the feedback you give and, and, and use that to lash back out at you. Or they have used that to lash back out at me uh, at, at times when I've given my honest opinion. You know, they do things like call me a perfectionist when it's just like, oh no, I just don't like it. Or I see places where we can improve certain things. And, and, and that, that, that's not well received by a lot of artists, especially, you know, artists I've worked with in, in, at times. You know, hearing, and, and I know it doesn't feel good to hear somebody say that they don't love your art or that they want, they want to see a tweak in your art, but in this case with Grayskull, we've agreed to do business. We've agreed to do business moving forward, so I feel like there's an extra layer of, of scrutiny that the music has to go under when you are, you have an intention of selling either the music or some products associated with music um, in order to build a business. If people come to recognize your quality standards are questionable, they may be less likely to come back and check for you in the future or to press play on, on a song for you in the future is how I think at least still reevaluating that, still looking at that. For example, I know there are, there are niches and sub, sub genres or spaces where people are like, yeah, I just want to hear that raw, real. You know, I, I want to hear the mistakes. I want to hear the flaws. I want to hear all that. And I, I think that's great, but I think you have to make the decision to build a business off of that. And I, I don't think we've gotten far enough in discussing what type of business we want to run in order to be able to do something like that. So there are a lot of conversations that needed to be had, and there's a lot of communication that needed to take place. Um, and me being someone who doesn't socialize often, I can be kind of clumsy in social situations. Not kind, I can be very clumsy in social situations. So, you know, conversations like that, I don't, I don't. They, some of them weren't going well, if we're just being real and we're being honest. And um, didn't know how to fix it without making things worse. So, yeah, on the music front, which is the reason we came together, when things were, didn't seem to be when it didn't feel like there was a safe place to talk about music, to talk about our music, to talk about how we feel about our own music, 
I got to a place where I knew I had to step back. I had to push away from the table for a minute and, and just think. And I wasn't going to rush a decision or rush my thoughts on this one, especially when I, had, I got some real life stuff going on. Real life stuff going on. A lot of it. And, and I'm grateful for all the good things that are going on. Uh, I'm grateful for all the things that I appreciate that are going on, but I got some things that are going on that, are, that need my attention more at this time. But yeah, on the, on the music end, maybe that helps give it a little bit more context. Still an evolving story on that front. And, and I'll be real, I'm, I'm open to a bunch of different ideas and solutions, including solutions where I just need to step back because Grayskull is bigger than me. Yeah, I may have been, you know, one of the main faces you see out there, but I love the bond and the togetherness more than anything. And if I don't fit in that picture well, if my presence creates an issue, I would much rather just step back and watch and maybe offer some beats from time to time or just, you know, step back. I'm cool with that because I love Grayskull more than I love myself. I put the group before me when it comes to being out there with music. I'm actually, I, actually, I create music, if you know me, you know I create music for sanity's sake. I create it because I want to feel good. I need to feel good about, about music. And if that doesn't quite fit with what the crew ethos is, I respect that. And I appreciate that. And I want the crew to move. I want Grey's Gold, the name, to, and that logo to live on longer than me. So if I need to step out of the way for that to work, so be it. Either way, love and support.